0: There are 39 milahot, which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Moshe Schnirb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. This is Soul to Soul on Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg, and a very, very warm welcome to all of our radio family for taking the time to turn on your radio or your computer or wherever it is that you might be listening here in Johannesburg, somewhere else in South Africa, or even somewhere else across the world. It is deeply appreciated that you take the time to join us this week and every week, and in fact doing all the soul to soul slots that take place. During the week between one and three in the afternoon, Monday to Friday. And we hope we are worthy and deserving of your listenership, of your loyalty, of the tremendous relationship that we've built up over the air, airwaves. Let's talk this week about something quite interesting and perhaps fascinating. We have in this week's Pasha the Situation where Sarah has given birth to her child to to Yitzchak, and there is friction that takes place. Vateres Sarah ben Hagar Sarah sees the son of Hagar, the Egyptian maidservant, servant, ashe yaldol Avram, which she gave birth to Avram. Mitzachek, he was Mitzachek laughing. What does that mean? So Rashi says, Mitzachek is an expression of idol worship. As it says by the Egel, by they got up to serve the, the idol. Another explanation, says Rashi, Litzachek means a Lashon of immorality. As it says, Litzachek be." Uh, uh, Mrs. Potiphar says about Yosef that, she, that, he came to be immoral with her. Dabarach, a third explanation, Lashon Ritzicha, that Yishmal was, was practicing murder. As it says in Shmuel Bez, Yakum Let the young boys, the different soldiers get up and play, which means let them kill, kill each other. So Rashi says that Yishmael was guilty of the three cardinal sins. And that's what upset Sarah and caused her to want him to be chased away. Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, explains, what does it mean, but mitzachek? She saw him joking around, perhaps speaking Words that were inappropriate and, you know, frolicking and messing around the way young boys do. And that, she, Sarah felt, interrupted Yitzhak's constant quest for perfection. Ashleim al says, what's the, what's the, uh, the great benefit of laughter? And rather type kas, Yitzhak, rather a little bit of anger than, than joking around and just being uh, uh, frivolous. And she was worried that maybe Yitzchak would would be drawn, you know, laughter and jokes and humor and all that kind of things is very very contagious. And Yitzchak might want to come closer to to yishmal and waste even an hour. Listening to his jokes, listening to his mirth, listening to his humor, getting into that that whole that whole vibe. And therefore not being involved in what Sarah felt Yitzhok should be involved in every 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 moment. And Sarah uh, uh uh saw this and she took care of them. She was involved with them, you know, they, when they were eating, when they were resting, so she was aware of what was going of what was going on. Others say that also, Avram Teva says in, in the, uh, Sefer Torah Amar also, that Mitzachek is, it's partial. That, uh, you know, people that are older don't like when young people really get carried away and they're laughing and joking and, and being completely merry. Older people don't, don't like that. Because somehow them think that, they, that the youngsters are laughing At them. And since Sarah was definitely an older woman, and in fact she said, whoever hears is gonna laugh at me. So when she saw Yishmal laughing around and joking around, she thought that he was laughing at her. And therefore she said, go Omar, chase out this maid servant and this, and this child. The G'mon Baruchah says, Amur Av Yachlan Shemar 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 Ben Yochai. says, In the name of Hashem Ben Yochai. Asu l'adam piv It's forbidden for a person to be completely mirthful and, and joyous in this world. As it says, Az, Yumalay schoik pino. Only then will our mouths be full of laughter. And our tongues full Full of joy, says the Gemara. When the Mosai, bisman sheyom, as the pasuk carries on, when the goyim will say, heigdel Hashem when all the goyim uh, 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 rejoice and and realize what our Baruch Hu has done, when come at Moshiach, then we'll be able to completely and totally lose ourselves in in laughter. Says the Gemara, omro love our reshlokish. They said about reshlokish. From the time that he heard this statement from Avyakran, Rabbi, Rabbi Shlakesh, Avyakran's student, was absolutely careful never to completely lose himself in laughter and mirth and joking in this, in this, in this world. The, the Benishchai, in, in his Sefer, uh, Ben, Ben Yayoda, ask the question but what's the Chiddush? Surely whatever Reish Lakish heard from his Rebbe he endeavored to, to, to keep. Why did Chazal see fit that in this case to say that with this issue was so careful not to ever allow his mouth to be full with laughter. And the, the uh, Ben Benishai writes it would seem to me that Reish Lakish by nature was a very jolly, was a very happy, was a very joking person, similar to Bakapara. The in in uh, in the Dorim says Rabbi Nasi didn't invite Bakapara to his son's chasna, and Rashi says because Bakapara was a big joker, a big kind of a jolly person, and Rabbi was afraid that maybe he would make him laugh and he would, he would bring Rabbi to full mirth. And therefore, he didn't, he didn't want to invite him. So, and, and therefore, it's come to tell us that, that Reish Lakish also was a very, very happy person and was very, this, this Midas Chasidus was very difficult for Reish Lakish to adopt. And nevertheless, he was very, very careful uh, about it. Avavad Yosef, in his sefer on on perek yavas anaf eitzavas in perik vav, so the mishnah says there as one of the uh, forty eight ways that Torah can be acquired, one of them is miutzchik, a lessening the amount of one's laughter. So Ben Ishkai brings brings the, the the words of the of sorry Rabbi Yosef brings the Ben Ishkai and. And he asks on him that uh, the, the Gemara says that that uh, how can you say that this Isra of laughing in, in this world is only a midas chasidus, some exemplary act? The Beis Yosef brings down in the name of Abin Yerucham that this is an Issar drabonon to, to to fill one's mouth with laughter in in this world. It's not uh, more than a midas chasidus. And, uh, Rabbi doesn't answer the question. But the reality is that it's possible to answer. In, in the Sefer Torah L'shema, it says that even though there is an isser to completely lose oneself in, in, uh, in, uh, in, in, in mirth now, nowadays and also, uh, 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 brought also to sleep during the day is wrong, but the truth is, although these things are forbidden, they are in the realm of a, a Midas, Midas So, and, and if, but if one doesn't do it, do it, if one doesn't attempt to fulfill these Midas Hasidus, so he's still considered that he's violating a Kakana of, 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 of Chazas. So we can actually call it, call it both. That there is a Midras but still it's something that if you can't, uh, attempt to keep it, that is, that is something that's going against the words of, 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 of Chazal. Rav Shem in his Seiful Akute Shishanim, brings very interesting, he says that Reish Lakish, this student of, of, uh, of Rav Yochanan, was really the, the Gilgal of the Neshama of Yishmal ben Avram. And he says that on the stats is is really the basis of the Gemara Bob where Rabbi Yechanan says to Rash Lakesh, Yoda listem belistuse. Robbers know the business of, of, uh, of, of, of robbery. You know, it's, it was something that was quite familiar. And Perhaps that then under- explains to us, we can now give a, uh, a reason that Resh was also this very jolly, uh, a man in his, in his nature, because by Ishmael also, going to the way, going to where Ishmael, uh, uh, uh Rambam, Rambam was learning, Metzake means that he was a very jolly person as, as, as a youngster is, and he really, and that posed a danger to, to, to Yitzchak if that's so we can then find an explanation for another Gemara about Reshlakash where the Gemara quotes a statement in the name of Rav Yochanan, and the Gemara says well why did you only say Rav Yochanan? why not Reshlakash does that mean Reshlakash disagree says Gemara no the gemara says Mish that, uh, uh Reshlakish was busy drinking water at that time, and therefore he was quiet. Doesn't mean discreet, he just didn't say anything at that time. And we don't generally find by any other Tanayim in in the Gemara that they were, uh, uh, drinking water, and certainly not in the middle of, 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 of learning. She explains that since Reshlakish was this Gilgal of the Shama of, of Yishmael, and in Pilgrim, it says the ninth test of Avraham which was the test of Yishmol, that we know Yishmol was born uh, with a great tendency towards bows and arrows and fighting and shooting, as it says, by Hiroi ve Kashos. And from his very young age, used to take bows and arrows and uh, would shoot it. At birds, and one time he saw Yitzchak sitting there by himself, and he shot an arrow at him to try to kill him. And Sarah saw this and told Avram, and said, uh, this is what Yishmael did, time for him to ride a debt to Hagar, and chase her out of the, uh, out of the, out of the house. And, this was the most difficult test for Avram, and he didn't like the idea at all. In fact, the pasuk "By Avram," it was a very, very bad idea. Not only that, Avram wanted to see Yishmael, his son, and 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 to and to uh, and to, you know, know what where they were going to go, and then he says that in the scus of Avram. The, the, even though they only took with them one jug of water, that water never, never ended until they got until the, uh, the desert. There Hagar began serving her idols again. And then the water uh, dried up from the, from the flask. And that's why Tashle Hasgel, she threw the child away. Although he was wasn't a child, he was twenty four years old at that at that time when he was chased out of Avram's house, and Yeshua was was parched with thirst, and he went and he threw himself under one of the uh, a tree and he said, Master of the universe, if you want, if 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 you want to give me water to drink, then then give me to drink, and I won't. And I won't die. Because the death of thirst. Is the most terrible. Of all the deaths. Kodesh heard his tefillah. That says. Hashem heard the lad, And. You know. The, the, they suddenly saw a well. And he was able to drink. And fill the fill the flask. And they were able to get all the way. Until the Paran Desert. Comes out. That. Yishmael's life was saved through water. Therefore, Reish Lokesh, his, his Gilgal of Yishmael was very, very into drinking water in order to do a tikkun and, and to show his Akhorasataiv for the water that had saved, that had saved, uh, 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 Yishmol, his Gilgal in the previous, in a previous lifetime. Also explains, and now the, Gemara, the Gemara in Baba Basra says that Yishmal did Shuvah at the end of his days. Because it says when, uh, when Avram was Nifta, it says, Yitzchak and Yishmal buried him. And Yitzchak is mentioned before Yishmal. And, uh, the Svaram explained that this was exactly the way it worked. With Ishmael and, 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 uh, Yitzchak, that the, the Bechirah that Ishmael had, the decision he made to change his ways was that he came to the realization that Yitzchak was the main and the most important person in the world, and that Akash had made his bris with Yitzchak, as it says, and Yishmael needed to make himself secondary to him. He, that he was created, he understood, to serve Yitzchak, to be with him, to honor him. And that was the, the source of his, of his ticket, of his total turnaround. And, and therefore he was Zaycha, to, to cling to, to, uh, to Akadish because once you connect yourself to, to tzaddikim, then you yourself become, become, uh, become holy. And therefore, we see, the Gemara says by Resh Lokesh, again in, in Metzia, that he went around, uh, 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 pointing out and, and, and demarcating the graves of all the tzaddikim. And the question is, why only the graves of the tzaddikim? So Rashi says that uh uh Reshloch went around and demarcated the graves of Tzadikim so so Kayanim shouldn't come by mistake and and uh walk where they thought there was no cavern, and there really is a cavern, and they make themselves tame. But the obvious question is and the Rashash asks it so why did he only uh demarcate the caves of, of Tzadikim? Tumah is not something that's, that's exclusive to tzaddikim. Anybody would create tumah. Why didn't he? Why didn't he somehow demarcate all the graves? So the the Rishash explains that Reish Lokesh was busy demarcating the graves of the tzaddikim, so that everyone should recognize dafka the graves of a tzaddikim and they should come and daven there. Right, we know that Kalev, when he was going to Morocco and he wanted to be saved from their from their evil plots, he went to the Moslem Apela, to down by the us. So he very shlokish, understood, and he knew that the way to be Misaken, whatever was what he needed to 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 do to fix up uh, uh, a who he was, he was the Gilgal was was to recognize that he had to be mspato. To tzaddikim, and therefore he 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 tried to arouse even this issue of people going to the Kavarim of of uh, of tzaddikim, because that shows if I can go to tzaddikim, that shows I I understand that he is greater than uh, than than me. Not only tzaddikim who are alive, but even those who are no longer alive. And therefore, in spite of his own greatness in Torah, he treated every person. Who learned Torah with tremendous, tremendous, uh, uh, uh respect. Right? The, 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 uh, uh, the Gemara relates that, uh, he says, uh, someone who uses the crown of Torah for himself is, is not going to, uh, is not going to last. And Mishlok says that's talking about someone who, uh, uh, uh who, who, who uses Atama Chacham for his own purposes, that's a terrible thing. He was teaching the world about having the cover, the necessary honor and respect for, for Tamideh And, and that's, that's, uh, that's not only what he expounded, it's the way he lived his, his life. Where it says that he was traveling and he came to a, a, a body of water. So a person came and offered him a lift on his shoulders, and as they were walking through, so, Beish, uh, Reish Lakish asked him, have you learned Chumash? He said, yes. Have you learned uh, Mishnayas? He says, well, I've learned, uh, four out of, the six, Sidaram. So, Reish Laksh was very, very upset. and said, what? You only know, four out of the Mishnayas, and you carrying, Reish Lakish on your shoulders, and throw me off, throw me off your shoulders. And uh, and he said, no, 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 please, please, let me carry you. I want to learn from you. And only then did he uh, agree to teach him, and he taught him something that he had learned from from, uh, from Rav Zaira. So he understood that the main avoid understood that his main avoidance was to fix up what Yishmael had done wrong in being a less, in, in being in joking, showing disrespect for Someone greater than him, that he had to be Mispato, him, him, uh, him, uh, himself. And that's why he calls him a Yanuka, he calls him a, a, a child, because even though, yes, he was younger than Avyokran, but he always called him a child, because that was, that was the, 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 uh, the, the midah that he had to personify in this, in this world. We'll be back in a moment, this is 101.9, I'm soul to soul, on the greatest. Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, soul to soul on a Friday afternoon in Johannesburg, getting ready for the big Shabbos, the Shabbos project, which of course this year is not taking place with big live events, but literally hundreds of hundreds of, of virtual events taking place and if you're not fired up about this shabbos and motivated to to keep it after all the the hype that's been after all we've been talking if you've been listening to this show for the last months and and years we've been teaching we've been going through we've been trying to somehow pump the whole concept of, of, of Shabbos. This is our opportunity this week, Pasha Swayera, to really get stuck in and show the Islam. I want to keep the Shabbos. I want to do it as best I can. I want to do it in the most beautiful and perfect way that I know how. I may not be yet 100%. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. We all still learning and growing in the laws of Shabbos. The, 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 the obligation to learn and know and revise and, and, and keep getting stronger in it is something that you do your whole life. But let's make it. An amazingly, amazingly special Shabbos. As we always do at this time, the important details and times you need to know for this Shabbos, the latest time for candle lighting this afternoon is at 10 minutes past 6, 6.10 is the latest time that you can light your Shabbos candles. However, yes, you know it. You can do it a lot earlier than that. Already 5.07 is the earliest time for lighting Shabbos candles. And come on, let's do it. Let's all try to really get... Our acts together, get our Shabbos prep done, get all the food that we're going to have for tonight on the stove and, and, and the cholent up and, 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 and cooking or, or cooked already and just keeping warm for, for tomorrow. And the house set up and all the toys and everything put away and the tables set and all the tablecloths on, on the tables and the place looking like it's fit for a king and queen that are coming. The, the Shabbos queen is coming to visit. Let's make it something amazing and let's do it a bit early. Anytime after 5 or 7, get the candles up. You'll be davening at home. You can already daven. Then, If you're going to go to shul, take the family to shul. Make it a beautiful, beautiful night of, of, of davening, of, of learning, of singing, of, of family time to, together. Let's say It is Shabbos Kurdish Pasha's Vayera, fourth Pasha of the year. And Haftarah is the Haftarah of Pasha's Vayera. Very, very beautiful and interesting story from the book of Malochim. Two stories regarding Elisha, the, the 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 prophet. One where he revives a young boy, a young boy who was who was uh, who was dead, and one where he does a a miracle for a woman who is destitute, and 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 provides with the means she needs to to get out of her her difficult her difficult uh, uh, situation. Uh, uh, right, uh, Shabbos tonight so if, if candle lighting is at 6:10 then sunset is at 6:28 and if you want them to daven mihrav and not have to repeat the shma uh, again so then you wait to 6:46 but quarter to 7 you can already daven mayrev, and then and then uh, go sit down and make kiddush and have an amazing beautiful beautiful suudah say uh, Tomorrow night Shabbos Kodesh ends at seven o two, which of course is the gematria of the word Shabbos. Shin three hundred, bays is two, is top as four hundred seven o two. What a what a, what a week! What a week to have the Shabbos project with the ending time of Shabbos is that seven o two. Wow! I wonder if the chief rabbi knows that. Um, that's that's quite an amazing, quite an amazing little little uh, stat. That that comes uh, that comes uh, 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 with it, and uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, everything is 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 just just absolutely wonderful. We are busy learning the laws of Cholamayim, getting towards the end of of this segment of the things that are forbidden and permitted on on uh, on, on Cholamayim, and. We want to talk a little bit about the concept of of tircha, of things that they may not necessarily be forbidden activities, but they require a great deal of exertion, a great deal of effort, and therefore the halacha says some that had, that, that, that includes a great deal of effort and is not directly needed for the purpose of of yomtov. Even though there's no actual performance of a malacha, of a forbidden activity in what you're doing, Chazal forbade us doing it on on Cholamayit, certainly in public, because we want people to have time to enjoy, to be happy, to really, to really get into the vibe of Cholamayit, and not to belittle it by doing backbreaking and difficult and difficult things. Therefore, the Gemara says in cotton that our Chazal forbade to sort of uh, move furniture and and heavy items around from one house to to uh, uh, another house. And even when the the uh, the houses are, are close to each other, one shouldn't do it. On, unless, uh, 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 uh you're yeah, so close, like you don't even know, need to go into the, into the, uh, uh streets, but between them, since, uh, if it's a very short area, then since it's not such a big, uh, a big, uh, uh, not such a big bother, and it can be done in such a way where you're not going to the street, so it's not visible to the masses, then it would be perhaps uh, uh uh permissible. Or let's say you have two flats in the same in the same building, so you'd be able to move furniture or other objects from one flat to another because again it's not going to be visible on the uh on the uh on the street. However, scheduling your move if you're moving homes or moving flats to schedule that for Kolomoyat is absolutely uh uh, uh forbidden. Even if you 're moving from one flat to another in the same building, because there 's no question that that involves an exceeding amount of hard of hard work when one does need to move things for the purpose of the yomtiv, let 's say you need to move tables around like or, or chairs or or, or you need uh, you need to move uh, an aircon or something so that It'll be ready for the, for the Yontif meals, or maybe you're having guests and you need to move some beds around for them. So, if it's likely that those who might see you will think that what you're doing is in sync with the Yontif, it's the kind of things that you could have, would have, should have, might be moving on, on the Yontif, then it's, it's allowable. But if it's logical that they're going to think that you're doing it for some other weekday purpose, for instance, like you to move cupboards and things like that, that, that would be, that would be, uh, on, uh, on, on, uh, on, on We're going to come back with our final segment in a moment. This is 101.9. This is soul to soul. It is Friday afternoon. And please don't run away. There's much more to come. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Musha Schnurb, only on 101.9 High fm 101.9 High fm we're back on your radio with our closing segment of the show for this Friday. Erev Shabbos, Kodesh Pashas Vayera, the week of the designated Shabbos project here in Johannesburg, South Africa, and all over the, the world. And we're discussing some of the laws of Cholomoyed. Right, uh, uh, which is also relevant—not twice a year, not not uh, for Shabbos—but also very, very important. We're talking about schlepping things on chalimoy that are not necessarily needed for Yontav. Let's say uh, uh, someone is going somewhere, and you know that when you're going to that person's house. So that there's there's a whole bunch of stuff you need to schlep. You need to get to your house, and you're going to this place anyway. And, and, and schlep whatever I need to, to take with me home. The answer is no. You cannot, uh, take advantage of the opportunity because you happen to be in that area to schlep things with you. You know, I don't know, uh, bedding or stuff like that. Something you might need after Yantif. You cannot, you cannot, uh, 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 do it. However, let's say an uh, opportunity comes on that you could bring things, uh, you know, there's a, a motor vehicle available, and instead of having to slap it by hand, you'll be able to transport it by, by car, and if you wait until after you to then you might have to hire a vehicle to, to, to do it, so then, that would be considered a double of it, having to go and spend money to buy a vehicle when there's an opportunity, uh, presented now, to be able to slap it now without any cost, would fall under the category of, 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 of it. a Dover Overt. It's an opportunity that's presenting itself that won't come again, and therefore, you'd be allowed to bring whatever objects you want on uh, on a uh, Cholomite. On, on. Also, under the same heading, Chazal forbade going to the tailor, to the craftsman uh, uh, to bring clothing that they they made for you, or some furniture, or whatever, other utensils that may have been made professionally for you, if you don't need those things for Yom Tev, and you should not be fetching them on, on Cholomoyed, because again uh, 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 you'll be then burdening yourself, you'll be schlepping something that you don't need for Yom Tov, and therefore there's no head to, to carry it if you don't need it for, for Furthermore, one needs to uh, be a little bit cautious that when people see him, and they see him slapping these things, they're going to think that uh, he asked the craftsman to finish this particular item on Chalmoyed, which of course would not be permitted. And again, if the items are needed for Chalmoyed or for the last days of Yantiv, then you would be allowed even to go to the professional's house and fetch it on on, Chal, on Therefore, if you uh uh ordered some new chairs because you have a big crowd and and you need those chairs for Yantiv, you can go and fetch them on uh on Khalamoid. On if you have some uh guests coming in you need some new bedding so then uh, you can carry that on 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 khalomot. even even a, a, a fridge or or an oven or something like that uh, that you're going to need to be able to prepare food for cholamoids, so uh, you're allowed to carry that. and as we learned before, if let's say those things require repair and you literally you need them to be able to fix them right away so that you can cook and Prepare for the last days of uh of Yantiv. So you're allowed to you're allowed to do that. Uh forbade uh schlepping off rubbish, let's say from your uh household uh rubbish heap or bags to the central sort of uh uh rubbish depot, because again this is unnecessary terka which is not needed for for yontiv, but uh if uh, there's so much rubbish that the uh your whole backyard is 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 full of it and getting a bit uh dirty, then you will be allowed to take it to the uh public uh dump uh and and get that off your 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 property on uh on ya today obviously we have uh uh rubbish bins and things. All over the place. And, uh, and, but we have, uh, a, a sanitation department that comes and, uh, and takes this on a weekly basis. So then we have to then just slap the rubbish, let's say, to the, uh, street so that the, uh, the municipality can come and, uh, and, uh, and slap it away. That would fall under the category of the public need. That would fall under the category of being necessary for for uh, a chalamoyin, and that would certainly be permitted on uh, on 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 a Which really brings us already to the end of our show, and really just leaves me a few more seconds to again thank you all for joining us. Thank you for so much for being part of our our family, and I welcome any kind of feedback either via the station or to me directly. I love to know what you're thinking, saying. Maybe some things I like may. I wouldn't want to uh, know what you're thinking and saying, but send them any anyway. And uh, and just again, this Shabbos, especially, let's make it a beautiful, powerful, inspired Shabbos, full of Torah learning, full of singing, full of family time, full of davening, and and full of a, a, a greater yearning and and desire to really come close to Hashem because that's what it's all about. All the craziness. That's going on in the world today, is is there because Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants us to bring become closer to to Him. Maybe maybe uh, 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 things, these things are happening, unsettling us because we're supposed to be turning to the one address we know is solid and, and, and won't and won't let us down. I say, have an amazing amazing Shabbos, and thank you for being. Here. <laughs>